Well, hello. I'm back. Yay, team. Well, I don't have to be totally retrained. That's going to happen over the Christmas. <laughs> when I got what up, there'll be, what, almost four weeks? Because, you know, with Christmas and then with uh, New Year's. Uh, yeah, you those are back to so, back. So it's like a f- solid three yeah, weeks before you're back I, in the booth. I know. Then I will have to be retrained. <laughs> so how the heck? I, this sounds really dumb talking about Thanksgiving because it seems like it was weeks ago. I know. And it was just last week. So how did your Thanksgiving go? Well, gosh, I'm still recovering. Oh. It's just <laughs> I have to do two in the same day. So it's just a lot of family, a lot of a lot of things going on. I made four pies and cookies. What flavor? Uh, two pumpkin, two pecan. My pecan Ooh. pies were incredible this year. Oh, cool. Absolutely top tier. So what, what made them so incredible? Well, my girlfriend, she does the pie crust, and okay. she does my mom's pie crust, and the tricks are vodka, ice-cold vodka instead of water, because it evaporates. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. In the dough. Yeah, so okay. use vodka. This is, like, my biggest tip for pie doughs, because you can literally get it frozen ice-cold, and it's still liquid. Okay. So it doesn't melt the butter when you're like using your hands to work it because yeah. it's really cold. And then it evaporates way quick, quicker than water when it cooks, so you're less likely to have a soggy base. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that interesting? Mm-hmm. See, and then vodka, you know, the, uh, and i got to get him on this show. I've been meaning to call him, you know, Larry the Laundry Guy. Yeah. You know, vodka is to get rid of, like, uh, stinky shoes, stinky, anything that stinks. Oh, we should totally have him on to talk about dog stinks. Oh, exactly. (laughs) And and I've been remiss every time I come across this number, because I called uh, Grant, or when I was down here one time, I asked Grant if he had his number, and and that was like two months ago, and it was just a question of me sitting down, calling him, and I know he's a busy man, but, and I know... He was just on Jason's Santa Stop, too. Oh, was he? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's an awesome guy. Awesome. And so I just, uh, because I got his book... Uh, that's what I gave away for Christmas presents last year was uh, the laundry, uh, his laundry b- book. And oh, for the life of me, I know it's yellow. I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, and so, yeah, I just adore him. And so hopefully I'll get him on this show. We can talk about pet stains. Uh, but it always seems to come down to um, one of the oxidized uh, water or oxidized something that every stain can be taken out of. He says he can, you can bring him any stain and he can get it out for you know it's just like really i have got you know being on that farm you know there's things that are like now what is that and how'd that get there at at that point you've become a downright magician if you can make that claim oh exactly no but he is he's the coolest guy because the first time i ever heard him was when he was on laurie and julia's show that was a while back and i i I was enamored i'm just i could not leave the radio Mm -hmm. (laughs) that doesn't happen very often (laughs) as far as me usually i'm the movie watcher that i'm multitasking yeah. You know, so I'll come fly through the room, sit down, watch, and then, you know, da 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 And I can watch one a movie three times before I realize I can see it at all to put the pieces together. <laughs> That's just who, how I roll. Your brain works too fast to sit down for an yeah. hour and a half. Yes, yes. I, I got to admit, though, the only couple shows that I literally sat and watched, watched, was, have you seen Sliding Doors with Gwyneth Pathrow? No. You need to watch that, Sliding Doors. And the thing is, is that you need, it's the most profound movie I've ever seen. And I literally watched it, okay? I sat still for the whole thing. I did not move, all right? Okay, then I by the ending, I was so perplexed at the ending that I sat through it and watched it again. <laughs> yeah, this is a Polish rom-com from 98 starring Gwyneth Paltrow. It's a... Uh, um, is really, it's, it's the most provocative movie you will watch and how, what you, 
how you feel it is, how it plays out. I mean, how, what your version and what my version. And then I had Will. I, you know, Will's very logical. And so I said, you sit, watch the show. We're discussing it when I get back. <laughs> and so I asked him, I said, what about, what do you think about the engine? And everybody that has watched it, when I asked them what they thought, Will's ending is so profound. And it just, all of a sudden it's like, I didn't think of that. And I, here's what he says. So when you get time, watch that sliding doors by Gwyneth. I know you've definitely sold it. I have to yeah. just so we can talk about the ending. Apparently, oh, like I said, you, you and everybody has to watch it twice. He, my girlfriend, Mary, she watched it. Well, she didn't even get into it about like, 10 minutes into it. And she turned it off. And I said, no, 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 no. You got to watch it. Please just watch it. And she watched it. And realized, wow, I said, yeah, because <laughs> it starts out kind of lame, you know what I mean, Where, but you have to hang in there, and then all of a sudden, it's like, you're just, it's, it's, it's profound, it's, it's unbelievable. Well, you sold it. Yeah, and then the notebook, I didn't, I could, I sat that's, still through the whole notebook like, and cried like a baby at the end That's my, like, favorite movie of all time. Yeah. It's yeah. on my top ten list, and that's a lot for me, because I'm a big movie person, okay. and it was my grandma's favorite movie, <laughs> and it's funny, because it's my grandma's favorite movie, and it's my favorite movie. Yeah. My mom, to this day, still hasn't watched it. Really? Because my grandma's passed, and she says, I can't watch it, because I knew I was going to cry before oh. Grammy passed, and now I just can't watch oh, it. Oh, you bawled. <laughs> I bawled so hard at the end of Notebook. It was just like, holy moly. Mm. Yeah, that was that's another one. And then Beaches. I love yep. Beaches. That's another one. And cry like crazy in that one. But anyway, I think it was so funny when we were young, when I was young, we'd watch mom watch movies because to see if she was crying. Are you crying? Are you crying? <laughs> are you crying? You know, and uh, as kids are just like, are you crying? And so now it's just like, I'd say within the last 10 years, I've become just the big, biggest baller on movies. And it's just like, what? How Where'd this come from? <laughs> That's my dad in our household. We always say he finds his um, emotional availability through movies yeah, and rom coms. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, but yeah, that. But yeah, that you have to watch that. I, and um, the neatest thing is to watch it with other people and then discuss it. But you're gonna, you all of you are going to be perplexed at the end. You have to watch it again. Because you're going to see stuff. Every time you watch it, you're going to see something that you missed the first time that makes something a little bit more sense at the end. Yeah. But it's the weirdest. And my sister, Lori, uh, sent it to me. And she says, I know this isn't the kind of movie you watch. But she says, I think this is one movie that will keep you in your seat. And you will not move. And you will watch it again and again and again. I liked it so much, I bought two copies. So in case <laughs> I lose one, because I loan it out a lot. Yeah. Because you know? it's an old movie. And so anyway, so I loan it out. So in case one didn't come back to me, I still had a copy. <laughs> DVDs are kind of coming back in um, favor because of how much um, stri- shifting streaming giants have made certain movies unavailable to watch oh really online and so dvds are kind of back in fashion because you can't have a studio randomly say like oh no you're not allowed to watch that anymore wow because i have i hate to say this the last time i counted was just a while ago i got over 325 christmas movies okay and dvds christmas movies alone yes just yeah but then all total i've got about 2200 dvds I am a little blockbuster. <laughs> I thought I had a lie. I what? Yes, my collection is like somewhere around three hundred, a little oh, over. Yeah, no, I no. thought that was impressive. I got DVDs uh, on shelves and on shelves, and everybody just comes and scratches their head and goes, "Oh, my, I know, I know." But I just I because where we are, we don't have cable, we don't have dish, we don't have mm-hmm. nothing, and and the TV sucks. 
I just, you know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. I, I love watching mom, you know, at night. Um, uh, and I've got into that other one, I forget. But otherwise, I'm just not into the TVs at night. So I would always plug in a movie. And then it's no commercials, no nothing. And I can still fly through and catch, fly through, catch. But anyway, and so uh, the Walmart bin, the $5 Walmart bin was my friend for years. <laughs> I, I would stop by. And the really sad thing is now when I stop by, I haven't bought a movie from the $5 bin I bet you in two, three years, because I got them all. <laughs> because I like the rom-coms. I like comedies. You know, I love anything Disney or, yeah. you know, you know Pixar or whatever type thing. <laughs> Excuse me. And so the thing is, is that, uh, like I said, I got, uh, you know, Ice Age, I got them all. Toy Story, I got them all. <laughs> I just, yeah. And the, the kids get the biggest kick out of, you know, when they're here, the grandkids. Can I pick out the movie tonight? I said, okay, here we go. And they get a headache going through because you know, two of them can read now. Otherwise, but it's I- fun to go through all these like physical copies, see yeah. the covers, see the back covers. It yeah. makes me miss Blockbuster. Yeah. No, like I said, yes, yeah, so I got over 2,200 DVDs. So. Oh, well. So if you're, if you're thinking about something, just ask me. I'll see if I have it. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, see, somebody told me to put it in alphabetical order. And I don't. I have them in. These are rom-coms. These are comedies. These are like uh, tearjerkers. You know, this is Pixar. You know what I mean? That's I have them in whatever. Because like I say, I take them out. I'm not organized enough to put them back into the, mm-hmm. a- after they were alphabetized. Yeah. I can, I'm okay to get them into the section that's supposed to be in, but not that. Night Court, I've got every one of those. That's uh, funny. <laughs> yes, I got every one of those Night Court uh, Golden Girls. I've got every one of theirs. That's, you know, that's an expensive collection nowadays. Yeah, and then I got um, Columbo. I got every all of Columbo. I've got all of Touched by an Angel. I've oh, got yeah. um, all of uh, Highway to Heaven with uh, Michael Landon. I love Highway to Heaven. And so do you remember that? Or not? Yeah, oh, I actually okay. do. Okay. Yeah, so like I said, I just, yeah, a little bit of... I was, I guess, subliminally in the back of my mind, if I ever wound up bedridden, I would never be bored. <laughs> so. I want to come look through that collection because yep. you have to have some like weird sleeper hits I've never heard of in there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Because, <laughs> like I say, I love, love, like I said, this, the DVDs. And, but I even have a headache sometimes. Like now, I've been, the last Saturday, I turned Sunday because I wasn't working. I went through eight Christmas movies. I was doing stuff digging around the basement. So, you know, okay, we'll watch this one and then we'll watch it. And a lot of the Christmas movies, there's like four on a DVD. I have one that is 10 on a DVD, on two DVDs, 10 Christmas movies. Like those little claymation ones? No, 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 no. These are people, people ones. Um, I, of course I got Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer and Snow Suits. Are we, yes. we, one of our favorites is Santa Claus is coming Going to, to town. town. Yeah. Cause that was just a little creepy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I tried to watch it was on TV was that nightmare before Christmas. Couldn't get into that. That's one of my favorite Couldn't movies. Couldn't get into it. So, yeah. but I'm a horror person. Yes. Yeah. I'm not. Okay. You got a question. Give a holler. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. And now before we're going to start doing Christmas trivia. Okay. Okay, what is the best-selling Christmas song ever? Here comes Santa Claus, Jingle Bells, White Christmas, or Silent Night. I thought they had Christmas songs. Come on, it's December. I, you know, they should. They've been doing a few Christmas songs, but this is something the morning show pushed for because everyone kept complaining about the ballads from the top 100 just being so boring to listen to. Like the intro music was just. Didn't okay. have the right energy. Ah, I've been seeing some Christmas stuff though. Yeah, I've been watching. You know what? That one channel, 
not our channel, but uh, the channel after us <laughs> plays all Christmas music. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, and so it's it's really nice. I really I re- enjoy that. That was a smart and, and Channel Five advertises on it. <laughs> I heard an advertisement on that station for uh, you know KSTP well, hey, Channel Five you, News. Get it where you can. Yeah, it's cool. But anyway, okay, here we go. What is the best-selling Christmas song ever? Here comes Santa Claus, Jingle Bells, White Christmas, or Silent Night. White Christmas. Ding, 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 ding. It is White Christmas. Like, best-selling was the operative word there. And I'm like, I'm, I can't think of another, like, album that would have, like, sold, <laughs> yeah. like, White Christmas. Yeah, but Jingle Bells, you know, is... Uh, Jingle Bells is pretty hot to track, too. Yeah, but, like, who owned it at one point and was, like, selling it? Yeah, that's true. Oh, well. Okay, let's go to the phone lines. If you got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up to bat first? Well, first up, we have Mary, who's been having some discussions about how long to leave out their dog's food. Uh, oh, okay. Hey, Mary, how you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you got? Um, a six-month-old golden doodle. Oh, a golden doodle. Okay. And yep. what's the discussion? Um. So we use uh, Pure Vita Nutrisource. Yay. Um, and yeah, it, we, we love it. And um, uh, we do. We have a cat, and so we put the cat uh, in another room while the dog's eating. Okay. And so the, the discussion is, how long should we let the dog have access to that food if they don't finish it right away? Uh, the minute they wake, walk away from the bowl, you pick it up and put it away. Okay, create the appetite, whereas, because the longer it stays out, it's getting stale, right? Air is disintegrating it. Now, are you rehydrating it? Yeah. Good, thank you. But yeah, so just cover it and and just put it aside. Okay, don't put it in the fridge, just put it aside so the cat can't get it and the dog can't get it, okay? And then then when dinner comes, because you might be overfeeding. You know, sometimes, too, um, uh, us... You know, we have days that we're really hungry and days like, yeah, not so much. And it's the same thing yeah. with the animal world. And everybody has a problem when the dog or the dog, when the dog or the cat turns and walks away like, huh? But if the cat and the dog are, are there, they don't look lethargic or look like they're sick or whatever type thing. That's fine. No big deal. People panic and start doctoring up the food to get them to eat it right now. And it's like, no, just leave them be. And the, the biggest okay. thing is, is like when a dog is having or a cat, mostly a dog, if they're having uh, the runs, you know, a problem with yeah. what we call water butt, <laughs> they want to keep feeding the animal. The biggest thing to always do is stop everything. Only give them access to water for 24 hours and let the system settle down and then slowly start going back into what they were feeding. But the thing is, is that, yeah, just... Um, just put it down, and the minute they walk away, then they're done. Now, some dogs have a tendency now, but you're rehydrating it. You know, if they're feeding dry, they'll pick up one nugget, and they'll go to the other room and eat it, and then come back to the bowl. And to me, in my yeah. book, whether it's a two-legged or four-legged, you stay at that bowl until you're done. But when you leave, it's gone away. So then they learn okay. to to stay there and eat what they need. But you might want to reevaluate if you're uh, constantly having food left over, how much you're feeding that the dog doesn't need that much at that particular time. And then if they go through a growing okay. spurts, all of a sudden, then they want more. So you just got to kind of weigh that, okay? Okay. And huh. is, there, is there a length of time, like you said, don't put it in the fridge? Right. Um, can you, like let's say they eat only half of it in the morning? Yep. Can you let it sit on the counter for until the evening? Yep. Eat, as long as it's not, as long as it's covered. 
as long as it's covered, so air can't get to it, okay? But it'll be, oh, ju- okay. it'll be, yeah, it's just fine. It doesn't need to be refrigerated. Now, obviously, if you're talking, you know, more than 12 hours, yeah, then we got to, you know, reconsider yeah. that. But no, the, yeah, the, no. The, the time between breakfast and dinner is not that. Most of the time, it's only not even eight, nine hours between the two. It's even less than that sometimes. So, oh, okay. okay, so yeah, so oh, it doesn't, yeah, it won't do any harm to the food at all or anything like that. Just cover it is the main thing. Same with like people that feed canned cat food. And let's say you only give half the can to the, to the cat, then cover it, you know, and then just, yeah. I put mine, well, <laughs> my Adeline, she's a sneaky thing. <laughs> I used to put it on top of the refrigerator and, uh, and not in the refrigerator, but on top. Okay. Until dinner time. Because, you know, yeah. if we took half for breakfast, well, she started figuring out that, hey, it's up there and knock it off and then finish eating the rest. So oh. now in order to keep things from my Adeline, my cat, we've got to put it in the micro. Now we got to put the butter in the micro. We've got anything that oh, yeah. she can tip. I have to put in the micro so she can't. Because so far she hasn't learned how to open the micro. She opened a. I put the butter in the kitchen cupboard of where the dishes are. You know, my husband goes, where's the butter? I said, yeah, I got a new hiding place. For- <laughs> well, you yeah. won't believe that lasted two weeks before she figured out how to open the cupboard door and get into the butter. And so it's just like, Jesus. So that's right. Now, yeah, what- go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, my husband gets up before I do. And so um, he preps the food and puts it in the microwave. And then when I get down, then I put it out for her. So oh, nice. Good system. So, good system. Good yeah. job. Okay. So, yeah. So, that's that's it. Just as, The main thing is just to cover it because air is the biggest dema- uh, damnation of uh, the cat or the dog food and the cat food, okay. any dry. That's Cover it and then all will be right with the world. Okay? All right. Thank you so much. You bet. Have a grand day. Take care. You too. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Yeah, remember, rehydrate that food, folks. Rehydrate. That was a good system. He gets up, starts it, and then it's ready to go by the time she gets up. That's excellent. You know, it's just getting a different routine, but you'd be surprised. And heads up again, folks, if your dog is having trouble with loose stools, please rehydrate the food. Remember, you're going to put the food in a dish and put hot tap water on until it floats nicely, and then put it aside. Come back in a half hour, all the water should be gone, and feel the food, and it should be pretty soft to the center. If not, add a little more water. And then wait a little bit, and then and then put your supplements in, mix it in, and then feed it. You'll be surprised as heck, folks, how it it helps the digestive system. It doesn't have to work so hard to break it down to utilize what you are feeding the dog. And when you and when you do break it down by rehydrating it. A lot of times you feed a lot less of the food because now the dog can use more or the cat can use more of it because the system is not having to break that down. Okay. Okay. It was up next. Next up, we have Carolyn, who has a couple of cats who are apparently real picky eaters. Ah, hey, Carolyn, how you doing? How old's your cats? Hello. Carolyn, can you hear us? Hello. Let's go to her in a second. Okay, we'll come back to Carolyn. Who's up next? Next up, we have Lisa, who just got a new cat adopted and is looking for some feeding recommendations. Okay. Hi, Lisa, how you doing? Hi, so glad to be a part of your show today. <laughs> oh, thank you for calling in. I appreciate that. So you got a new cat? Yeah, he's um, 18 weeks. Okay. And um, he's, um, I was feeding him wet food and then trying to incorporate dry food. But now he's really picky. He's not having either one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm going through a, just a process here. So what would you recommend? Does he need grains? And um, how about carbohydrates? for um, an 18-week-old kitten, 
What would you suggest? Okay, the thing is, is cats have a total no-carb need, okay? No carb whatsoever. And so we're going to have to continue this after the break. So hold on. Don't hang up, all right? Okay. Uh, let's see. Which ra- Who decided the date for Christmas would be December 25th? Pope John Paul, Pope Julius, Emperor Christina, and Pope uh, Clement. Who decided that? We'll be back. Fall on your knees. Oh, no. There goes your hamstring. Your quads won't engage. And your back feels twice its age. Your arms are like string beans. You break a sweat putting on jeans. Are your muscles trying to tell you something? Join the Y. If you join in December, you'll get February free. Oh, your pecs. Yeah, no, we we got it. Join at ymcanorth.org. Hello, hello. There we go. Okay, who decided the date for Christmas would be December 25th? Pope John Paul, Pope Julius I, Emperor Constantine, or Pope Pope Clement V? Who decided that? I just thought in the Bible it said December 25th. I don't know. I have not read my Bible. Uh, Who do you think? Pope John Paul, Pope Julius I? I think it's Constantine. Or Emperor Constantine or Pope Clement V? Is it Clement or Constantine? I think it's Constantine. Uh, Nope, it's Pope Julius the first, huh. Pope Julius. So decided that the date would be December 25th. Well, clearly I'm not up to date on my papal history. Here we go. Okay. All right. Let's go back to the oh, We lost the call. Okay. Call in, guys. 651 641 no, we, we still got Lisa. Good. I, but we had two now. But anyway. Yeah, we lost Carolyn. I, we yeah. didn't get a hold of her. But, okay. Uh, call back, we, Carolyn. We got Lisa. All right. That's what we want. Hey, Lisa. Okay, we went to break. Lisa got a new cat, 18 weeks now. And so now um, the main thing is, remember, cats have a no-carb need. That's why cats fed dry cat food. A lot of times they start having renal problems, you know, kidney and liver problems, because, you know, cats came from the desert. They get their water, or they get their moisture, their water, from what they eat. They don't have that little bell on their head that says, you just ate a whole bunch of saltine crackers. Now we better drink a whole bunch of water, all right? And so it's really hard in their renal. So that's why all cats should have a wet food diet. Uh, Grain-free, no grains. Remember, cats eat birds and mice. Birds and mice, all right? So technically, they eat a little bit of grain because if they eat the bird, the bird ate the grain, correct? (laughs) But, and so the thing is, is that that's why... You want like the pizza raw, like raw chicken, raw hamburger. They do have raw now out in the freezer sections for cats. Uh, they have freeze dried in the uh, for the that's raw with the moisture taken out for cats. And what cats need is a high protein. They do well with ninety. The higher like ninety five percent to ninety nine percent or a hundred percent protein is the best for cats. Okay, cat dogs don't need as high a protein as cats do. And so that's why what you're looking for, like when the freeze dried is something that's 90 percent and above, the higher, the better. All right. And then the mm-hmm. grain free canned foods. Nutrisource have got uh, six, seven that are have no chicken in. And that's really important because it was no almost all cat food has is uh, it's filled with chicken. You know, what I mean, that's their filler. They get up to the protein level. And so what mm-hmm. happens is that fed over time uh, that cats and dogs, too, can get a chicken allergy. I had my Walter had a chicken allergy. If he got chicken for more than two days in a row, his face would swallow. Up, okay, he could eat raw chicken, but he couldn't eat the processed chicken that was in food. 
all right? Because it's, it's denatured when you cook it, so it's different when it's raw. But anyway, so that's why what you want to do is that with these, uh, you get, uh, and, and some cats, yep, yeah, it's, uh, uh, they they have a preference. Now, not my Adeline, as you heard earlier. She will eat anything that ain't. She'll rip open taco chip bags and eat taco chips. You know, so she has no picky whatsoever. But the whole thing is, is that now with, your, with the new ones here, you know, they're going to go through growth spurts and such like that. So you just got to make sure that you use, you know, a good grain-free canned chicken or canned, not chicken, canned Cat food, there we go, grain-free. Like I say, Nutrisource, we've got uh, six that do not have chicken, so that's what you want to do is get a variety and find out which ones the cats like. And some cats, you know, if you rotate every three days, they like that. And my Adeline, she, I rotate every day. Every day she gets something different. But that's just my, I brought her up that way. She was born in our place, and she was just used to the, you know, the variety, and she had no problem with it. So now with 18 weeks, you can also do that with yours. So now this is the only cat you have, or do you have other cats? No, this is the only cat that we have. Okay. Okay, so then that's what you want to do, because some of the other ones other than Nutrisaurus, um, you can, there is um, uh, uh, Earthborn that is out there. There is Dave's. There is um, Halo is okay. Um, but otherwise, I usually just stick with. Uh, there's one. It's called Tiki Cat, Tiki Cat, and it's a total all fish line. And they're cutlass. Their cutlet sardines are awesome. And the neat thing about Tiki Cat is made in a human human cannery. So if you're if you're hungry for, you can share. You can eat what the cat's eating. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, so that's a way to get like for both dogs and cats get some good cut, you know, sardine cutlets uh, from from Tiki Cat. So the whole thing is, is then what you're going to do is to peel the label off the ones your cat does not like, so that you're kind of reminded, don't buy this one for a while. Maybe later, as the cat gets bigger, he might do that. But anytime, what you're going to do is you don't just take like open one can, okay, now eat that, and then open another can, now eat that. What you want to do is you. Um, in you know, like let's say you take like a a half a teaspoon of what they were eating. I mean, a, a regular amount of what they were eating, and then you introduce like a half a teaspoon of the new stuff. Okay, and so then and you just slowly mix it, and then it becomes the new stuff. And so then after a while, pretty soon the cat will eat everything that's not nailed down. Oh, okay. okay. So just don't plop in something new. The cats are not; they don't like change that well at the beginning, but after a while, they get better. Okay. So, so always no, just rotated him. Yeah. Okay. When when can I start feeding him adult food instead of kitten food? You know, yeah, no, you can just feed adult food. So if you oh, look okay. yeah, if you look at the protein levels, that's the whole thing. The protein levels is, is what it's about. And so that's why the um and most of your bags out there say cat and kitten. There's very few that just say kitten and just cat. All right. And so usually the difference is so slight there is no difference, but it's a specialty feed and so it costs you more. And so that's why you could do the kitten favor, like give them, give some raw, you know, like uh, not tuna. Remember with tuna, people are so heavy duty into cats and tuna. And the problem is, is that we're not supposed to big fish, you know, tuna and salmon. We're not supposed mm-hmm. to eat it more than twice a week. Once is okay, but twice you, because of the heavy metals in the fish. All right. Mm-hmm. So don't get the cat tuna addicted <laughs> you know you're better to use the sardines from tiki cat or whatever but anyway and so that's why no you're just fine just that the protein level is what is huge in the cat world there's a book that's one of the best book out there for cats and christmas is coming up maybe you can buy it for yourself but it's called your cat your cat by hodgkins h-o-d-g-k-i-n-s she's a vet 
and that's the best book on the market for cats, whether it's um, obedience problems, whether it's feeding, it's health, just overall, it's an awesome book. Okay, yeah. So that, that's kind of the Bible for cat owners. Because there's not too many good books out there that help you with, you know, proper feeding and, you know, like I say, uh, and uh, now this could be a totally indoor cat? It will be, yeah. Okay. And so so you got to really pay attention to the vaccines, okay? That's mm-hmm. huge. I'm not a big, you know, I'm, a, I'm not a big, huge person on that. And so you've got to, I, you know, I dangle the carrot with people to learn more before they do and so it's your choice it, the, the worst three the three words that vets hate to hear is katie canine says okay <laughs> why, why me saying things i'm trying to educate people to educate themselves to keep learning so the decision you make for your animal is you're comfortable with okay and mm-hmm. so that's why what you want to do is um like I say, there's a book out there that will help you out a lot, especially with vaccinating before you do any more vaccinations. Um, uh, it's called, um, yeah, right, uh, Shock to the System. Shock to the System. Okay. And it's by O'Driscoll, capital O, D as in dog, R-I-S-C-O-L-L. And that's kind of the Bible for understanding vaccinations and anything, you know, for dogs, cats, horses, whatever type thing. And so, like I say, know before you go and before you say, okay, because when the cat's inside, what chances? Yeah, if he gets outside, okay, but it's not going to be like he's living, living outside. So what things do you really, really need? And over vaccinations at this point causes a lot of problems. You know, this is one thing that people don't realize is that they quit giving uh, cat shots in like the back thigh because a lot of times they would get um, uh, cancer in the spot, the injection site. They would get cancer and they'd have to amputate the leg. Okay. And okay. uh, let me back up. Okay, back up. That was wrong. Okay, they started putting the sh- the shots in the shoulder, you know, like by the neck, you know, type thing, and they mm-hmm. would get obtain cancer at that time, and so at that spot. Okay, so then they started giving the 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 shot in the in the uh, in the thigh because if the cat does get cancer, then we can oh, amputate the leg and all will be well. Now wait a minute. Okay, stop. So the injection site for the shots we're giving can it can morph into into cancer. So let's look at the shots. What are we doing wrong here that that even happens? Okay, so that's yeah. why, like I say, they used to go between the shoulders, you know, up by the shoulders, the neck, and then they moved it to to the um, to the thigh area. And so that's why, like I say, you've got to do a lot of investigating on your own. And that book, your cat will help you. So before you do any, and same with flea and tick crap, you know, that's all toxic chemicals, and for this kitten is just starting out doesn't need any chemicals in or on his body you know you mean you want to be able to you know do the best for this cat okay yeah well thank you so much okay been a, lot of, a lot of great information okay and, you uh, bet so yeah so the main thing is is just a, the, as natural as you can and you know like if you're making an egg get some to the cat you know, I mean, or try raw eggs. See if the cat will eat the the raw egg. But it's a small, you know, eighteen weeks. It's not gonna. It doesn't have a big belly yet, so it's only gonna yeah. eat a little bit at a time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 But that book, your cat will help you out a, a lot. Okay. That's on my Christmas list right now. Okay. Okay. Good luck. And if you got any of the questions, don't hesitate to call. Okay. Will do. Thank you so much. Oh, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Yep. Like I said, the kittens. Uh, I haven't had kittens since, since Adeline was a kitten. Kittens are cute. Uh, puppies are cute. Everything's cute. 
You're cute, Illy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like babies. I, I love spending time with them. I love holding them. I get total cute aggression. Yes. And I want to squeeze it. Yes, squeeze it. And then I see them poop. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that that's not mine right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's very, very true. Very true. And so now with Christmas right around the corner, hey, you got a question? We got open number, uh, open line six five one six four one one zero seven one. Okay, and the the biggest thing with Christmas now, everybody's put up their Christmas trees. Okay, guess what? Sparkly, dangly, you know, dogs, cats, especially, and if, especially if you have a. Uh, real tree the cat wants to get up inside of it and then also if you have a real tree the dogs want to drink out of the base of it and a lot of times people put chemicals in that to keep the tree fresher so you got to really make sure your dog and cat can't get to that water basin with the chemicals in it but usually what really works good is you get yourself a hair mister Fill it with water, set it on stream, and create a parameter. Whereas the dog or the cat gets so close to it, you give the growl, ah, or with the cats, you go, and then you blast them in the face with the water. So what you try to do is keep them from investigating, getting up into the tree. Keep them away. Don't let them get closer and closer and closer to see what they're going to do. Create the parameter, and then if they take one foot or one paw in front of ah, ah, uh, you know, blast in the water. I mean, with the water in the face, okay? So then, but now when you leave the house, you're going shopping or whatever type thing, now you got to put the cat away, dog away, so they don't have access to that tree when you leave. I would strongly recommend, even though you're very diligent, is to tie the anchor the tree to the window or the wall or something, so in case the dog or cat gets into the tree, the tree doesn't topple over and then break your ornaments. Yeah, and anything, my aunt learned that lesson. Yeah, and then also to the dangly ornaments and stuff like that. If you've got heirloom ones that you're just, you know, they have been passed through the centuries, don't put them on a tree for the first couple of years that you have a new dog or cat because it's it's a learning process to leave that tree alone. You know, put them someplace where you can still see them, but the dog and the cat is less likely to be able to do anything with them. All right? So that's the main name of the game. Oh, we got a break. I'm sorry. You're fine. Talk- Let me keep talking. Okay, so we're going to come back and then... Da, 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 da. Okay, which department store created Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Dillard's, M- Monkey Ward's, Macy's, or J.C. Penney's? Who created Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Alrighty, thank you for sharing your time with me on this Sunday. Remember, I'm your nooner every Sunday, noon to two. I'm here and so is Ellie here. All right. What department store started the Rudolph Red-Nosed Reindeer, created Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Dillard's, Monkey Wards, or Montgomery Wards, Macy's, or J.C. Penney's? Feels like a Dillard's thing. Uh, I never heard of Dillard's myself. Oh, and I have. Yeah, I have never. No, it was Monkey Wards. Montgomery Wards is one that started Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Hmm. When did they go out of business? Oh, Jiminy Christmas. I bet you at least... 20 years ago, not more than that. I used to shop there, not as much as Sears. I used to shop more at Sears. But Monkey and Wards and I think went first, and I think Sears followed, you know. I miss um, Sears. I miss the DMV and the Sears. Oh. That was the best DMV near me. Oh, why? <laughs> it is, they just went through it really fast. They always had 
full staff and tons of people in there, but you oh, can get huh. in, get out in 30 oh, minutes. Nice. nice. That's cool. Yeah. So I want to give a shout out to Wendy. Um, oh, I don't know how many years ago, Wendy, uh, I was complaining about my sweatshirts. They get those little pillared things, you know, little balls, and it drives me nuts. And then, you know, so the shirt looks old, but it's really not. Mm-hmm. But it gets that pillar, you know, pill. Well, anyway, she uh, told me to get a deep pillar, and I'm like, what the heck is a deep pillar? Oh, they're like shavers. Yes. It's yeah. shave, you shave your clothes. It's like, because I was just looking at my shirt now, I'm like, uh oh. I should read this. Should be depilled. <laughs> it's just not looking good. I've heard of those. I really want one. And yeah, I got one. I got it at Wally World. It was only like seven bucks, and so it's just the coolest thing. To, I just lay it down and just go over the whole thing, and then the, the uh, you know whatever you're depilling. Uh, mine is holding sweatshirts. Uh, I look brand new. It's unbelievable that how that works. So Wendy, I can't remember your last name, but I thank you if you're listening for mentioning the depiller. So anyway, okay, who's up? Next up, we have Corey, who's I got a dog who's chewing everything it can get its hands on. Yep, yeah, it happens. <laughs> Hi, Corey, how you doing? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you have? It's actually my daughter's, and it's a golden retriever. And how old? Two, uh, two and a half. Okay. She was born in April. Okay, two and a half. Okay, so what's going on? So she's sweet as can be. Can't get enough attention, like most do- or many dogs, I should say. Mm-hmm. So my daughter had a baby a year ago, mm-hmm. and they have been inseparable. They're adorable, but just in the last few months, um, the dog Violet seems like she is getting needier and naughtier. So she's chewing up things that aren't necessarily hers, where she's never. She'll go and get a diaper and chew it up. This sort sort of thing, and it's all new behavior. So okay. I just wanted to. Okay we should be doing anything or if she should be doing anything different yeah what it comes down to though is a bored dog is a uh, a thinking do- uh, a good a thinker a dog that's a good thinker and gets bored he's going to pick on things that you may not think he should be doing okay so this say, sh- shouts to me that this dog is bored there's not any new input you know other than he'll sit down stay you know what i mean i would start teaching this dog you know we're a one-on-one You'd take the dog by itself, like when the baby's sleeping or whatever type thing, and then work on some tricks and maybe work on some nose work, work on some obedience. Let's say the dog has to do a down stay while she's changing a diaper, okay? Even though technically you think the dog is not working because he's not moving, he's thinking. He was told to do a down and a stay, and he has to wait to be released. So he's thinking, okay? So now you're draining his brain. So now when his brain is drained, then what happens is that he uh, needs a nap. And so now where's the dog? He's sleeping over on the couch (laughs) because you've been asking him to do little details throughout the day. And it's a, it's a, and you really be careful with the diapers because diapers can dogs can eat pieces of that and get a a, a blockage and then it's a five, you know eight thousand dollars surgery to save the dog, so really make sure the diapers are in place so the dog can't get to them, you know, in a lock top something. But it's very normal for dogs, especially poopy diapers. They love poopy diapers. Okay, so it's really important that they have a you know a throwaway system that the dog cannot get uh, you know get that diaper. But so that but this is very normal when the dog like. 
like I say, as the child gets older, then they're becoming more mobile. It takes more time. You know, before the baby would take a nap and then she'd have time with the dog, right? Well, now what's yeah. happening is uh, becoming more of that time has to go towards the little one. And so now, even though the dog is there, he's not being asked to do anything, just kind of follow along and behave, all right? And the dog is just kind of like, well, I'm bored out of my gourd. How about if I grab this toy here? How about if I grab this over here? You know, he knows how to get to you and, and you know, get your head to turn. And so now it's sometimes bad attention is better than no attention. So if they just start doing a little bit, like a 10 minutes here, five minutes there of teaching a trick, doing nose work, uh, like the book Brain Teasers for Dogs by Soderman would be a good Christmas present. Because it's oh, all about good. nose work, teaching the dog to use his nose. So the more you use your dog's nose, that's the thing that drains their brain the fastest is nose work. Because they have to have you, so many things have to come together in order there for them to figure out the scent, the find that you want them to go find. All right? And so that's why brain games for dogs, or not brain games, brain teasers for dogs, brain teasers by Soderman. But that, that's what's happening, though. The dog is bored. It's a smart dog, and it's bored. And so now by doing little things every day, five minutes here, ten minutes there, you know, a little bit, then things should work out fine. And it doesn't have to be, like I say, it could be a downstay, let's say, across the room when the little one's eating, okay? Uh, it could be a downstay at... at um, uh, a hallway that he's, she's going to go down and get something from another room. She puts him in a down state. So if she, you start working on the obedience and such like that and getting the dog to follow through, and then the dog, that this shenanigans will, will, will stop. Okay? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And you answered my other question of how to keep her busy because she does go on her walks and whatnot. And, for example, the, the diapers, they're in a closed cupboard. Dogs figured out how to open it. Yep. She's just... Constantly keeping herself busy, I guess, is uh, thank you. She's, yeah, she's figured yeah, it out. And so, like I say, by draining her brain, if she can, you can teach this dog one new thing every week, whether it's a trick, a brain teaser, whatever. One thing, I name the dog's toys, put all the toys away, and take out one toy. Okay, now we're going to say it's, uh, you know, Dolly. Okay, find Dolly. Where's Dolly? Oh, yay, you got Dolly. At the end of the week, okay. then put it, take her out of the room, put a couple of her toys out and with Dolly and say, find Dolly. And so she might go to the ones she hasn't seen for a while, but say, ah, find Dolly, find Dolly. And when she picks up Dolly, yay, you got Dolly, bring it here. Okay, then what happens then, um, uh, do that a couple of times. Okay, now Dolly is, uh, now she knows Dolly. Okay, let's na- name, this week we're going to name the next toy. So and then eventually you could have her picking toys up and putting them away. So by giving this dog little things to do, then um, you know you're training the toddler or the year old, and you're also training the two and a half year old. But it can be done. Use the brain is what it is. That makes perfect sense. And can I ask you? This just sounds so stupid, but are there dogs that need more like love or affection than others? Because my friend's dogs will get pet and then go lay down. Yep. This dog would stay next to you to get pet all day long. Yeah. And what it is, it has to do with the personality, okay? It's just like, like in two-legged, you know, you could have five kids from the same mom and dad. And you could have five distinct personalities, one that likes to hug and one says, touch me and die, okay? And that's the same thing in the dog world. And there's certain breeds that are a little bit more needy, too. So, okay? Okay. That makes sense. Thank you so much. You bet. Have a grand day. You bet. Uh, what am I doing? Okay. Uh, yeah, Coca-Cola invented the modern Santa Claus uh, in red and white. Was it 1910, 1920, 30, or 40? We'll be back.